If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Certainly one of the advantages Alberta has had in dealing with this COVID-19 pandemic is our ability to test. Uh, that right out of the gate, we were leaders when it came to testing. And, and through this this whole situation, you know, we've really been able to ramp up our testing. Uh, we started out doing, you know, about 100 a day uh, in the early phases of this. Uh, we're now at the point where we're able to do thousands. Right? There's a hope, as the Premier articulated recently, that maybe we'll get to the point where we're able to do up, upwards of 20,000 tests a day. Certainly any kind of a strategy going forward for resuming some normalcy and keeping this virus in check is going to involve a lot of testing. So joining us to talk a bit more about uh, how Alberta found itself in a strong position on the testing front and, and how things work uh, here in this province. Very pleased to welcome the program here this afternoon, uh, Dr. Graham Tipples, who is Medical Scientific uh, Director of Alberta Public Laboratories and Associate Adjunct Professor of Microbiology and Immunology, University of Alberta. Dr. Tipples, thanks so much for joining us here today. Welcome to the program. Thanks, Rob. It's, uh, it's, it's nice to be invited. Thank you. Yeah, first of all, let's start with kind of an overview of, of how this system works, right? We hear about the number of tests that are done each day and, you know, people go and get tested. Those results get, you know, get sent off somewhere, get, get analyzed. How does the system work in Alberta? Right. So the, the sites for the lab testing have primarily been based out of the two public health lab sites, one in Edmonton, one in Calgary. And we are now having testing in other sites as we ramp up uh, more testing and decentralized testing. And the samples come from various places. They might come from the assessment centers, uh, come from hospitalized patients, your emergency department patients, or from long-term care facilities. So when the samples get to the lab, they go through the lab testing process and then they're reported out through the electronic uh, reporting system to the contact tracing teams and also to, um, uh, to our public health uh, surveillance partners. For example, Dr. Dana Hinshaw at the um, Alberta Health and as well as our medical officers of health um, within Alberta Health Services. And, and these labs, as I understand, I mean, we're, we're almost at the point now where they're pretty much operating around the clock, aren't they? Yeah, so it, de- it depends on how much volume we have coming in. So the, the other week when we had significant volumes coming in, and we're, honestly today we're, it's going back up again, um, we were starting about uh, 6 in the morning and running till 2 in the morning with shifts of people coming in and, uh, and keeping the testing going. So let's go back a few months and, and you know, the, the decisions that were made at the time that sort of laid the groundwork for, for how things are, are working here in Alberta now. When we look in kind of early January when there was some sense that, okay, maybe we got something going on in, in China, in, in Hubei province and in Wuhan, what, what steps were taken at the time to kind of lay the groundwork for this? Yeah, it's a great question. So as a public health lab, one of the roles of the public health lab is to you're, you're always keeping an eye on what may be brewing globally in terms of emerging diseases and thinking through if this particular um, 
pathogen came to Alberta, how would we detect it? And so we're, we're always in that mindset. Um, so if you, if you go back a number of years, what are, what are other examples of emerging diseases? Zika virus, then we got set up for Ebola virus testing, and the, and the list goes on with uh, smaller things that maybe haven't been in, in the media. So coming back to the COVID issue, so in uh, late December, early January, certainly we're keeping an eye on what's going on with the unexplained pneumonia deaths in Wuhan, uh, China. And it wasn't too long until they had identified, hey, this is a coronavirus, which, you know, obviously is, is, is of great interest because of SARS was a coronavirus, MERS was a coronavirus. But then also coronaviruses, there's coronaviruses that circulate all the time is, and cause common cold. So we actually had a test for detecting coronaviruses. And when the sequence was rapidly shared in the international scientific and diagnostic community, we were able to slightly adjust our, our test to be able to say, okay, we can now detect this particular um, new virus. And from that sort of research-based method, we were quick, our, you know, we have a fantastic research and rapid response team down in our Calgary lab. They were, they were quickly able to adapt that test to move on to our operational high volume testing side to be able to ramp up to the volumes of testing that we're doing um, that we're doing now right and i guess that evolves to the medical uh, supply side of things to be able that we we have all all of the necessary equipment right well that that's that's the huge thing from multiple uh, from multiple angles so um so if you if you think about an emerging disease um, emerging diseases, they don't have, a, there's no commercial test out there. So that, that's where that unique role of a public health lab comes in to have a lab developed test to be able to detect something fairly early on as the disease is emerging. So that's exactly what we did. We have a well-validated uh, lab developed test and it, it, it's still the workhorse of the large volumes of testing that we're, that we're doing. And as commercial reagents and kits become available, you, you can ink, uh, you can include those in terms of your total testing package to build capacity. But here's, here's the catch, and you, and you sort of alluded to it. With the massive global demand, even if there's a commercial test that's theoretically available, actually being able to tap into that supply is another thing entirely. Mm-hmm. So that supply chain is incredibly important. So even for our lab-developed tests, there's still components that you have to purchase. And so we've been working very, very closely with our procurement team within Alberta Health Services for multiple avenues of um, uh, multiple vendors to secure uh, various supplies from, as well as we've been working with our federal partners, and they've been doing bulk purchases on some supplies as well for provincial allotments. So by, by not being reliant on a single vendor, uh, having backups, and by, uh, you know, collaborating with with others has been absolutely essential to essentially try and stay one step ahead of the massive wave in testing that that, that we've been dealing with. Uh, yeah, and it, you know, you talk about the, the commercial side of things, and we spoke the other day with the uh, CEO of Spartan Bioscience, and they've got uh, Health Canada approval for their new testing device. So we are seeing advances being made in, in testing kits, the idea of rapid testing. So how are you staying on, on top of it on that side to, to find those, those new tests that are out there and ensure that we can get those here? So, any, any, so, so we've got our workhorse tests that are based at the, uh, 
at the larger laboratories in Edmonton and Calgary. But then we've procured uh, these Spartan instruments. Alberta has actually bought 250 of them. The first ones are actually arriving today. They should be arriving today. And we'll be doing validations to ensure that that they're working and we understand the performance characteristics. And then we're working within the different zones and the different partners within the province to place these instruments at strategically appropriate locations to, for, for a number of different reasons. One is to um, improve turnaround time on testing for non-Edmonton, non-Calgary sites, because anytime you have a transport issue, that's going to add time onto your testing. Uh, the second is to provide more rapid turnaround time than you can get with the sort of high-throughput process, which takes about five hours once the samples come on to the first machines and, and the result goes out. And these rapid testing instruments, you can get a result in 40 to 45 minutes of that instrument being uh, being run. So, And then the, then the other pieces, we're working with uh, partners within um, First Nations Inuit Health Branch to ensure that we've got um, uh, good testing capacity for the First Nations around the province too. So all those different angles, we're trying to place these Spartan devices for rapid testing in, in appropriate locations throughout the province. All right. So in terms of a strategy then to be able to ramp up testing, right, I mean, that, that's going to be a, a huge part of it. So we heard the Premier talk about, you know, the potential at some point of getting to, uh, you know, as much as 20,000 tests a day. What, what, what kind of a timeline are we on, do you think, in terms of getting there? Well, right now we have a capacity for 7,000 a day, and, and I think the volumes are now starting to go up with the, um, with the expansion of the criteria for who can be, uh, can be tested. And as we get, and we've also got other instruments that have been ordered and we're waiting for delivery. So as those come in over, over the coming weeks, we're able to add more and more capacity over time. As we get the Spartan devices deployed throughout the province, that adds more capacity as well. So it's a so it's an incremental um, uh, ability to ramp up your, uh, your your capacity, but it all it's all of that is always very very dependent on a secure supply chain. Indeed, it is. And, and your thoughts too. I mean, on how important testing is, right? As we get out of this situation we're in now and try to resume some some normalcy. I mean, testing is going to be key. Why is testing so important in your view? Well, testing, you want to be able to do as much as, as you can. So identifying a case and a, a, identifying a case enables you to say, we have this confirmed case. So it helps with understanding the epidemiology as opposed to not knowing about cases that are out there. There's always going to be some mild cases or asymptomatic infections that you're not going to know about. But the more you know about, the better understanding you have of where you're at. And that's... Um, and so you're, you want to be able to do as much testing as, as you can. Now the, now, the catch with that is I don't think any jurisdiction is going to be able to do as much testing as they really want to. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's got to be a balance between a testing strategy that gets the information to, say, the public health leadership on making decisions on um, e- you know, what, what people are, um, social distancing and whether businesses are shut down. And so there's a lot of information that has to flow into that. The lab, you know, how many um, people are confirmed as cases is, is one of many components. And then the, the, so you have this 
ideal that you want to reach. But the, the reality is, for, for many reasons, in supply chain and inability to procure massively high-throughput uh, equipment because you just simply can't get your hands on it, uh, you, you have to balance it with what's possible. So the testing strategy has to be trying to do as much testing as, as you want to do, balanced with what is the capacity in the system to be able to do that testing. Yeah. All right, some important points. Uh, Dr. Tipples, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Really appreciate this. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate the time. All right, uh, as well. Do you take care? Uh, so you go. That's uh, Dr. Graham Tipples, who is a medical and scientific director of Alberta Public Laboratories. So kind of an overview of you know the system we have in place, why Alberta was you know sort of quicker out of the gate when it came to having testing capability, and why we've continued to be a leader uh, as this whole situation has evolved. Our number here four zero three nine seven four eight two five five nine seven four. Talk back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.